0: I had money, I had fame, I had everything I thought I, I wanted. Joe Gruber was a pro skateboarder. From the outside, his life looked charmed. On the inside, he was empty. I was broken, I was hurting, I was bound. I couldn't quit
1: drinking alcohol if I tried. I couldn't quit doing drugs if I tried. I was involved in pornography, just everything. And I, I was in chains, and I was a wreck, I was a mess. There's
0: no escape, there's no The good news is God didn't give up on Joe. He's our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman.
2: And I'm Jim Kirkland. Joe Gruber's story is a reminder that God loves us enough to pursue us.
0: Yeah, Joe says Jesus kept pursuing him, even though he spent several years, in his words, stiff-arming God. But today, Joe is the one pursuing God.
2: people stories. Growing up, Joe Gruber had a wrong idea of who God is. I think I had a very jaded
1: perspective on who God was, mainly because of my, my experience with my father, my earthly father. His earthly father left the family when Joe was only about five years old. That started a uh, a spiral effect of just a lot of confusion, a lot of pain uh, for me and my brother, certainly, who was a little bit younger. My mom tried to do the best she could, raising us, trying to just pay the bills and, and it was was difficult and She found Jesus probably a couple years before the split up and so we we were raised in the church and As far as I can remember, it seemed like
0: every time the doors were open, we were there. And there was a lot of uh, good experiences. In fact, Joe gave his life to Jesus when he was a young boy in Southern California. But as he got older, he became less and less interested in church or a relationship with Jesus and a whole lot more interested in skateboarding. I just fell in love with it. I just loved doing it. and
1: Spent every uh, waking moment of my life felt like doing it, me and my brother. Eventually, we, we started going to contests and doing that whole thing. And, and really, I mean,
2: eventually even, I don't know, when I was 20, I turned pro. While Joe was pursuing a career in skateboarding, Jesus was pursuing Joe. He remembers one day when he was about 18 and getting ready to head out to go skateboarding. All of a sudden, I felt God's presence
1: um, in a really powerful, significant way just fill my bedroom.
0: Specifically, Joe says he felt Jesus calling on him to love God with all
1: of his heart. I was terrified, and I remember going to my stepdad at that time. My mom got remarried to this guy, a great guy, and he knew I was afraid, and he just cut straight to the chase and just asked me, he said, hey, what are you so afraid of? And I I looked at him and I said, I'm afraid that if I surrender my life to him that God's going to do something stupid like make me a pastor. In other words, make me quit skateboarding. I just looked at God in a way that was... uh, uh, he just wanted to strip me of any kind of joy, fun, whatever.
0: He didn't realize it at the time, but Joe's misunderstanding of his heavenly father came back again to his experience with his earthly father. So what did he do? I ran from
1: God really, really hard at that moment. I didn't want to give him my life. I wanted to be my own king.
2: I wanted to do my thing. For Joe, my own thing included skateboarding for sure, but it also included a lot of other more destructive
1: things. I just started getting involved in drugs and alcohol and even, you know, sexual morality and different things. None of that, though, kept Joe from fulfilling his dream of becoming a professional skateboarder. I was chasing that for a long time. Thought it was going to bring fulfillment, satisfaction in my life. It didn't. I had money. I had fame. I had everything I thought I I wanted. Everything I thought was going to make me happy. I was traveling all over the world uh, on somebody else's dime. And, you know, from outside looking in, it looked like I had a successful life. It looked like I had a good life. That was what it looked like from the outside. On the inside, Joe was empty. I was broken. I was hurting. I was bound. I couldn't quit drinking alcohol if I tried. I couldn't quit doing drugs if I tried. I was involved in pornography, just everything. And I I was in chains, and I was a wreck. I was a mess. There's
0: no escape. There's no escape. Joe lived that way until he was almost 22 years old. And I was on acid at
1: this one point, living in Simi Valley, California, living in an apartment, sharing it with a bunch of other guys, my friends that were just a bunch of partiers. And I was, for the fifth time, I think it was my
2: fifth time on acid, and nothing happened. Well, nothing happened the way it usually did when Joe was on acid. But something else definitely happened. Joe began feeling as if he was being harassed and tormented by demons. I remember at this one point where I was just, it just felt like the the torment
1: and the fear was at at its all-time high, and I just remember crying out to Jesus, and I just said, Lord, uh, I'm done doing things my way. I'm done chasing uh, this and that. I'm done with this lifestyle of sin. I'm giving you my life. I don't even know where to start. I just, I want to serve you.
3: I contain Jesus, your love for me.
1: And right in that moment, I felt the Holy Spirit come and fill my life. It was like Jesus came onto the scene, and all the demons, all the voices left. It was this experience of peace. And from that point on, I was set free immediately from drugs, alcohol, lust, all those different types of things just left my life. I moved out real shortly after, and my life was
2: forever changed. One thing that didn't change was Joe's love of skateboarding. He retired as a pro when he was 25. But I still even got to spend
1: some time as a pro skateboarder, you know, with in my faith and, and just uh, really got to share the the Lord with a lot of people, and that, that was that was
0: fun too. When Joe moved out of that apartment with his friends after giving his life to Jesus, he moved back in with his dad. His dad had reconnected with the family when Joe was about eight. Joe says it was a good experience going back to live with him. From there on out, I got involved in a local church,
1: and uh, my then-girlfriend ended up accepting Christ. She's now my wife. We have a beautiful uh, daughter, and just, yeah, God's been really, really good.
3: Solid
2: rock, you're the hope of our lives. Almighty God, you're our shield in the fight. We're not gonna fear, you're forever near.
0: Over the years, Joe's been involved with skateboard outreach ministries, and today he serves as an associate pastor, and he is still skateboarding. When Joe thinks back over his life, he's grateful that God never stopped pursuing him. And it's funny because over
1: through the, even those years of me stiff arming God, I just remember there was certain moments in time where he still came to intervene and reach
2: me, love me, send somebody into my life, whatever. God does that. So if you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus yet, He's pursuing you because He loves you and He wants you to know the peace and hope that only He can offer. We can tell you all about this at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Click on Grow Your Faith. That's at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Yeah, and you know, if you're already
0: a Christ follower and you're praying for someone who isn't, be encouraged that God is pursuing them too.
2: Whether, near fire everywhere you are with a high low, but you never let us go. We're not gonna hide, for you're in our lives, yeah, you're on our side. You are with us. If in listening to this story you've had the feeling that uh, my story is not nearly as dramatic as Joe's, just hang on a minute. Joe has something to say to you next. God
0: is with us. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association.
3: Every time you flee from the presence of God, you're in trouble. Every time. Billy Graham. And many of you are trying to flee from God tonight. You know that you need a personal relationship with Christ. And how many people tonight are fleeing from God by trying to have a good time and living in pleasure, not knowing that you're dead toward God? with fleeing but the bible says how should we escape if we neglect so great a salvation he offers you a way a permanent way of salvation he's willing to forgive all the past sin he's willing to give you eternal life that begins right here tonight he's willing to guarantee you heaven in the life to come because of what christ did on the cross for you no matter what your sin No matter how deep in sin you've been, God is in the forgiving business because of what Christ did on the cross.
2: And now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman and Jim Kirkland. Billy Graham's grandson, Will Graham, is holding his next outreach the weekend of May 20th, and it's down under in Alice Springs, Australia. Would you please be praying for this outreach, that God would use it to bring many people into a relationship with Jesus? You can read more about it online at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Once there, you'll see what we do. Click there, what we do.
0: Okay, so Joe Gruber's story is pretty dramatic, coming out of a broken home and surviving drug and alcohol abuse. But what if your story is more like this? Hey, I I
1: grew up in a Christian family all my life. I I gave uh, my life to Jesus when I was three years old, and I've never turned back. Joe says sometimes those folks think God can't really use their story. They kind of think of it, they think of it in a way as like, well, I never really did drugs. I never really, uh, I didn't kill anybody. I didn't come right out of prison or, you know, I didn't, uh,
0: you know, (laughs) do all that. And and so they, they, they minimize their story. At the end of the day, though, Joe says we're all sinners who need Jesus Christ to be our Savior. There's no story that's better uh, than somebody else's story. Um, there's
1: some that might make a better movie, um, but there's certainly none. Uh, you know, the, when when one sinner repents and comes to Jesus, uh, you know, all of heaven, the
2: angels rejoice. They throw a party. That's Joe Gruber, our guest on this episode of GPS God People Stories. You can listen to the program on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and always here at BillyGramRadio.org. I'm Jim Kirkland. Thank you for listening. And I'm Phil Fleischman. GPS is also on
0: Facebook. Just search for Billy Graham Radio. We're
2: the near or far, everywhere you are. with a high low, you'll never let us go. We're not gonna hide, for you in our lives. Yeah, you're on our side. You are with
0: GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. God is with us.